Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Karen Miller, chairperson at the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. Karen, good afternoon to you and thank you once again for joining us. Good afternoon, good afternoon to your listeners and it's my absolute pleasure. Indeed, Karen, great to have you on board. And uh, we're going to be looking, we are rather, we're unpacking this discussion with the presidency spokesperson yesterday and looking at uh, the possibility of uh, the Israeli ambassador's return to the countries. Uh, tell us, so what transpired from this meeting to begin? So the meeting was, I'd say, best characterized as an honest and frank exchange of views. I think it's no secret that the Jewish Board of Deputies and the vast majority of the Jewish community disagree with the way the South African government and the, our president views uh, the current events in the Middle East, and in particular the sure. Gaza war. So, I mean, there, there was some discussion around that, but there, it, it really, uh, you know, we fundamentally disagree on what the, on, on, on what's transpiring there. But we did want to speak because there has been a lot of... Um, I think we, we wanted some clarity given the events that have transpired around the Israeli ambassador mm-hmm. to South Africa as well as the South African ambas- uh, embassy in Israel in Tel Aviv. We really wanted to get some clarity from the president around um, what the actual situation is. We know that there was a vote mm-hmm. in parliament to call for the expulsion of the Israeli in- ambassador, but that parliament does not in fact determine our foreign policy and that is determined um, by the executive and by the cabinet. And that, that decision was not ratified right. by the executive and the cabinet. So that's the issue that we asked the president about. And he basically, and, and remember the Israeli ambassador was, was drawn by Israel. But when we spoke sure. to him, he was quite, he basically said that there are no impediments for the ambassador to return. And he, he you know, it's really at Israel's discretion as to whether or not he's, he returns. So there's not a long-term absolute commitment and assurance, mm-hmm. but they certainly reinforced what we have heard from even Foreign Minister Naledi Pandor, that there are no intention at this point to break diplomatic ties with Israel. Okay. So uh, at the same time, Karen, uh, from, we've dealt with diplomatic ties, the political side of it. Um, did you by any chance cover concern, you know, concerns from you know, uh, an Israeli relationship in terms of trade and industry, what that, that also means between the two countries? So what we focus more on is really, rather than looking at the Israeli trade and industry, what we focus more on um, is firstly the relationship of the Jewish community with Israel. Right. Um, and the fact that as a minority community who have a cultural, familial, historical and religious task to Israel, to break their conduit um, is something that they wouldn't do to any other minority community around the world mm-hmm. in South Africa. Um, Italians have their connection through the Italian embassy. Greeks have their connection. And that, um, given the strength of our connection to Israel, what's done, what's happened is really only, we all know, there's no impact it's going to have. It's not going to bring peace. Mm. Um, The only impact it's going to have is really sever the Jewish community at some level um, from what we regard as a, a fundamental connection that we have to Israel. So that's the one area we spoke about. And the other was their own, uh, the, the, the South African government has been particularly proud of its peacemaking um, abilities in other conflicts. But in all the other conflicts, of course, it's retained a 
honest broker kind of scenario because both sides trust it. <laughs> um, and we pointed out that in this particular case, by severing, if, if not, you know, they, they don't say they severed the relationship, but by effectively refusing to engage with Israel, certainly by withdrawing all of the embassy staff from Tel Aviv, um, that doesn't make them a trusted broker. Indeed. In this particular conflict, and that's a tremendous pity. So those that, those are the areas that we focused on. Okay, Karen, uh, given uh, South Africa's stance. Uh, regarding the Israel-Palestinian conflict, um, they, which side they are on at the moment. Have you ever uh, engaged in a discussion with the South African government about the history of Israel? Just so that, you know, to establish a more sound understanding as to actually what really is going on. So, I mean, we had a conversation with the ANC, the ruling party. You know, engaging in a discussion with the president in a formal meeting um, doesn't really allow for a, um, an, an intensive kind of argument. We ha- we did have a meeting a few um, weeks ago, a, a very extensive meeting a few mm-hmm. weeks ago with the ANC, which is, of course, the ruling party. Um, and I think the best I can say there is that we were heard. Um, okay. But having said that, we do know that soon afterwards the ANC came out and voted, and they'll say that they moderated the um, that they moderated the petition in Parliament uh, to make it less harsh. But that's uh, the reality is the petition was to expel the Israeli ambassador. So I think that to some extent our views on this are heard, but I also think that um, there is a very firm stance. Um, within the within at least a portion of the ANC, mm-hmm. um, in the, at least a portion of the ruling party right. that are very unlikely to shift their position on Israel in terms <laughs> of how they view it. It's funny that was going to be my next question. Uh, you know, do you foresee the government uh, changing its mind at any time? Uh, you know, like at least seeing a reason or a balance to the situation. Uh, that was going to be my next question to you. I guess you've just summed that up. Sure. No, yeah. no, I think that, sorry, I, I'll answer that as well because I think it is, it's, it's the next stage. And I think mm. what we did agree on at the meeting with the president and in fact with the meeting with the ANC, at this point we're seeing the conflict very differently and I, sure. I don't think we're going to shift that very easily. Although we did shift it at the beginning because initially, if you might recall, um, the government, the ANC's stance was like right from the outset that in condemned Hamas they never called for the release of the hostages. Indeed. So that, that, that they have shifted on that and I think that's partly due to the massive, massive pushback that they received from the board and the Fed. Um, having said that, what we do agree on is the end game. So while we disagree on the current situation, mm-hmm. I think that there's no doubt, and I, I said it there and I'm going to say it here, the death of all civilians, including Gaza, is something that grieves us all terribly. It's, it's really tragic, and, and we don't disagree with the government on the fact that the death of civilians, which whether they're Israeli or Gazans, is absolutely tragic. Indeed. So, the, the question is, how do we resolve it? And obviously, there's some differences around that. Right. The long-term solution, from the point of view of the Jewish board and our understanding, as well as the government, is you have to sit down, you have to eventually come to negotiations, you have to have a negotiated settlement. And we believe that, as distant as it might feel now, 
the only true hope for long-term security and peace in the Middle East is a negotiated two-state solution. Israel secure borders and Palestinian in their own state. Sure. Karen, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to leave it there, but thank you so much for coming on board just to clarify exactly what transpired in that meeting yesterday with government and the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. Karen Miller, chairperson at the South African Jewish Board of Deputies.